0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from Victory Outreach Manchester. We pray that this message will bless your life as you listen. Your Bibles. And let's go to Numbers chapter ten. We're gonna read from the verse number thirty-three through to thirty-six. Numbers ten, thirty-three to thirty-six. And if you are there, say amen. Some of you said amen, but you were not there. (laughs) You have to behave, you're in church. (laughs) Once again, whilst you're opening your Bibles, I want to take time to thank Pastor Paul and Sister Vicky for inviting me to come and to be an instrument in the hands of the Lord. Thank you so very much. I appreciate this, yes. Are we true? Okay, let's go ahead. I think now we are all there. Numbers chapter 10, verse 33. So they set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them during those three days to find them a place to rest. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the ark set out, Moses said, rise up, O Lord. May your enemies be scattered. May your foes flee before you. And the last verse, whenever it came to rest, he said, return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Let us pray. Father, bless the reading of your word. And as always, your word will never, ever return to you void. It will be so today. Your word will never, ever return to you. You will accomplish the purpose why you are sending it. And nothing in creation can withstand the power and the authority of your word. Take preeminence in this place and do what only you can do so that in the end, when we are driving back home, we continue to praise you and say, yes, we have believed in the God of creation. In the name of Jesus, and let God's people say, Amen. Amen. The title of my message is, Let God Arise. Let God Arise. I would like to begin this message by saying that God did not create the universe without an eternal plan or purpose. This universe was not just created randomly without a plan or a purpose by the creator. And more so, God did not create the human being in his image without an eternal plan or purpose. Because God is eternal, his image must be eternal also. When you look in the mirror, what do you want to see? Your image. So as long as you live, your image must live also. But we know what happened in the Garden of Eden that brings distortion between man and God. If you like that, that brought demarcation between man and God. Otherwise, we would have lived forever. There will be no death and no sickness, no disease, no demon-possessed people. But we will all be holy, righteous, and enjoy life through all eternity. God created his universe with a purpose. And he made man in his image with a purpose. And that purpose is not temporary. It is eternal. Can I hear you say, Amen? Yes. Today is United We Can Day, and I have dressed African, but our ministry goes to all the continents on Earth. It means that United, we can reach the entire globe with the only good news in creation. United. We can. Like Pastor Paul was saying, if we will all play our part and we keep focus there is no limit what God is able to do through us. So the problem is some of us can be in church but we can lose focus. Just like on the football field. They know why they went to the field in the first place but sometimes the, some players lose focus as to why they are there on the field and sometimes you see the coaches they call some of them out it seems like you have lost focus come out let somebody get in we can be in church but we can also lose focus as to why we are in church but we all manchester united we and with one voice say let God arise and his enemies be scattered let God arise and his enemies be scattered and I can tell you today God will arise in our midst I have some good news to share with you we don't just invite God with our praise and with our worship no God is already here. Before the music starts, before anything at all happens, God has been here. When you were coming in your car, God was with you. At your home, God was with you. Before you came here, I can tell you, God has been here. Because he is everywhere. He is omnipresent. Our praise and our worship brings our awareness that God is here, but he has always been here. And if if we will come to that understanding, that knowledge, miracles will always be common. Because where God is, I'm talking about the God of miracle. I'm talking about the God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. I'm talking about the God who turns the sea into a dry land. I'm talking about the God who raises the dead. Wherever he is, miracles happen. And I tell you, God is in our midst. And he's our midst to do wonders. Today, many of us are going to be inspired by the Holy Ghost. And I don't intend to be long, so I need your undivided attention. There are two things I believe that the church was born to focus on. Number one is the kingdom of God. And number two is the will of God. As you know, many kingdoms have been built, but they've all fallen. From the kingdom of Egypt, to the Assyrian kingdom, to the Babylonian kingdom, to the Roman Empire, to the British Empire. Name them. They've all fallen. Because no man-made kingdom will endure forever. The only kingdom that is lasting and eternal is the kingdom of God. And the only king who reign through all eternity, that every knee and every tongue will bow and confess that it's Lord, is the king of kings, King Jesus. It is only a matter of time, sooner or later, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the king of kings. Can I hear you say amen? Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Everything in creation may look great and amazing today. And there is nothing wrong with that. To see skyscrapers and beautiful and amazing architectural works. But I can tell you with absolute conviction. A time will come. When all the things that we adore here on earth will be no more. The only thing that will last eternally is the kingdom of God and the will of God. And I believe that is what the church is called to focus on. Some of us have been diverted. Like I said, we come to church, we are, we, but we are forgotten What is the reason why we are in church? Why do we have to even give our tithes? Why do we have to pay offering? It is for eternal reason. It is for eternal purpose. It is for God building his eternal kingdom. When we forget that, we become apathetic. Anything goes. And when we keep that in mind and it's always fresh in our hearts, our fire will never die. We will always be on fire for Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. And I'm glad to tell you that in spite of all what has been going on in this world, The violence, the killing, the war, the rumors of war, the sickness and the negativity. In spite of all that, God is daily working out his eternal plan and purpose. I don't know how many thousands or millions of people die every day. But those who die every day within those people are people who are saved. And I tell you, they are always adding to the kingdom of God. So in the midst of what we think is chaotic, God is still building his eternal kingdom. If you know that, you will never lose hope. And you will not be disappointed. And you will stop asking questions. Why that violence there? Why that violence there? And and here, why that killing there? In the midst of all that, hallelujah, God is building his eternal kingdom. And this plan and this purpose of God will fully manifest in his time. Not in the time of men. And we cannot force the hand of God to do anything, because God is sovereign. We can pray, we have to pray. We can fast, we have to fast. But it must be in line with the will of God. Who are you to force the hand of God? Jesus, said, when you pray, say, Father in heaven, our Father, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Hallelujah. We have to find out. It is important to position yourself to hear the voice of God and what God intends to do. Oh, hallelujah. Because it's not your will. It is not my will. But it is the will of the living God. It is the purpose of God that will stand. Can I hear you say amen? though we see evil activities around us and different kinds of authority in play in the world, but sooner or later, whether they are in the outer space, whether they are here on earth, and I know you know different kinds of authorities, but in the end, all authorities, known and unknown, will bow down to the authority of God. All spirits, demonic activities, they will all bow down. They must bow down to the authority of the living God, Christ Jesus. Can I hear you say amen? amen. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. That, come, that we, it brings me back to the text we just read. Numbers chapter 10 verse 33. So they set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them during those three days. So to find them a place to rest. For those of you who know the ark of the covenant represents the presence of God. And when Moses was instructed to build the ark. He gave them indication that, listen, I don't want you to go anywhere without my presence. Wherever I want you to go, I will be before you. So there will be two men, holy, who will be holding the ark of the covenant. And at this point, Israel has been set free. When you read Exodus 3, this is the reason why Israel was set free. Not only because God has promised them freedom and a land of their own, but because the people themselves, they couldn't take what the enemy was doing to them, the oppression, the depression, the hard labor, and they cried out to God. And when people cried out to God, I tell you, God must respond. God must answer. And the Bible says, this man by the name Moses, he was just taking care of his own business, tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. But Jethro told him that Moses, on this mountain, there comes a time that fire will be burning, but it does not consume. No wonder. Sometimes we can be in church, but we are very cold. Even sometimes evangelists can be cold. The priest Jethro was cold. Why do you know that there is fire burning, but you never make any attempt to go and see? But when Moses heard that, Moses decided, I will go and check it out. What does it mean? To go and check out the fire. It means go on your knees and pray. Hallelujah. Anybody who draws closer to God must hear the voice of God. It is a choice that we individually must make. That I want to hear the voice of God. Therefore, I will go on my knees. I will talk to him until I hear him talk back to me. And if we will all do that, revival is on the place. Hallelujah. I say revival will be in the place. Not just here in this church. Not just here in Manchester. Not just here in the UK. People will hear about Victory Outreach Manchester sending people all over the world because we are on our knees crying out to God God, let me hear your voice. And when you hear the voice of God, God will give you a divine assignment. And when God gives you a divine assignment, no human being, no devil in hell can stop you. Can I hear you say amen? Yeah, you can put your hands together onto the Lord. And so God sent Moses, go and tell Pharaoh that enough is enough. Pharaoh has been oppressing my people too long. For some of you, God is saying to the devil today, to that sickness, that incurable disease, that enough is enough. And I mean what I'm saying, enough is enough. Today you will be free if it is an incurable disease, whatever it is. Because God's word will never return to him void. When Moses went to Pharaoh and told Pharaoh, God says it's time to let his people go. Pharaoh said, what? And that's what a lot of people fall backwards or lose hope. When they hear the voice of God, And the enemy resists them the first time. They give up. Thank God Moses did not give up. Even though there was resistance. The enemy will always try to stop what God wants to do. You heard God correctly. Yes, you heard the voice of God. God says he want to use you. God says he want to bless you. God says he want to use you to reach your family. The resistance shouldn't stop you. The resistance couldn't stop Moses. He went again and again and again and again and again and again. And finally, God proved himself to be God. Hallelujah. And he set Israel free. Now, remember, they were not organized. They were free people, and they were on their way to the land that God has promised them. And they went there on their way with gold and diamonds and all kinds of silver and a lot of prestigious things that they took from or they, at least they received from the Egyptians. And the nations around them heard what has happened to Pharaoh. Because remember, Israel or the Jews were the economic engine of Egypt. They helped build Egypt. And now they have been freed. They were on their way to the promised land. So there were people who wanted to attack them. And this is where this phrase came in. Moses realized that he did not call himself. He did not call himself. He had no business whatsoever. He only had a heart for people who were oppressed. And he wanted them to be free. And God said, okay, if that is your heart desire... If you want to see drug addicts, set free. If you want to see criminals, set free. If you want to see prostitutes, set free. Then I'm looking for a man like you. I'm looking for a man like you to put my spirit upon him so that I can use him. So that I can manifest myself through him. Can I hear you say amen? Oh, glory be to God. I said glory be to God. I said glory be to God. God." and when moses realized that there were all kinds of enemies coming against them cuz they didn't want them to reach the promised land moses said let god arise the god who called me let him arise and when this god arise his enemies will surely scatter And when Moses would say that, let God arise. When the going gets tough, Moses would say, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And the Bible says, God will arise and his enemies will scatter. There are things, remember this, it is not our enemies But God's enemies, sickness is an enemy of God. That's the way I look at it. Demon possession is the enemy of God. Because he did not create you and me. No demon has any legal right to preside in my body. I am made by God. I am made for God. So if any demon for some reason comes into your inner being, He's there illegally. And God will arise and they must flee. You must be free. That includes every form of disease, whether it is cancer, kidney disease, diabetes, arthritis, tuberculosis, hypertension, whatever form of disease. They are all enemies of God and they must be uprooted and eradicated. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Let God arise, and his enemies be scattered. And Israel marched on. The old Manchester. We must cultivate the spirit that the God we serve is a mighty warrior, and when we call upon him. Because it is his work. Remember, it's not your work. It is not my work. Oh, thank God it is not my work. Because I was lost and bound in sin. But he set me free and he said he has a kingdom and I am a living stone. One of the living stones that he wanted to use to build his kingdom. It is the kingdom of God and you must be glad and you must be privileged that you are called from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God to be used to build the eternal kingdom of the living God and you must be on fire for Jesus Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And God arose and his enemies were scattered. When God speaks, no one can challenge him. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55 verse number 9 through to 11. It says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow came, from, came down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that the year's seed for the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word. That goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. The world is for us to take. This is not a time to slow down or to be apathetic. This is not a time to listen to the lies of the devil. This is the time to harken to the voice of the living God. Because God has spoken. He called victory our rage, And he promised us that he will go before us. Just as he promised Moses that he will go before him. And before the Israelites. They must reach the promised land. Oh, hallelujah. The enemy would try to stop them. But the enemy couldn't. The same is true today. The enemy would do everything possible to stop us. But he cannot unless you allowed him. This is not a time to throw in the towel. This is a time to roll your sleeves and put your hand in the plow. This is the time to say, man, I have not brought any of my family members to the church. It's now my time. I will do my utmost to bring some of my friends. Now realize I have responsibility. Let God arise and the enemies, his enemies will scatter. Let me tell you one thing. Unbelief is the enemy of the living God. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. Let God arise. And I want to give you a few explanations here. Now when we say let God arise, what does it really mean? It means that you need to stand up ready to act. When you say God arise, it's just like someone sitting down there and say God arise. And when you arise, your enemy will Scatter. The moment God hears that, God stands up. And when a champion, or at least a formidable champion, stands up and starts to walk with you, or if you are walking with him, the things that you used to be afraid, you will no longer be afraid. Because number one, the enemy will see the person walking with you. And that is where your confidence level will build. When God arises on your behalf, you receive courage. You receive boldness. When God arises on your behalf, things that you used to run away from will run away from you. Because the enemy will see the one who is with you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? V.O. Manchester, God says, arise. Because he will arise on your behalf. And his enemies will scatter. There are people who are afraid what will happen to them. Today, God says, don't be afraid anymore, because I will arise on your behalf. When we say, let God arise, means God is saying that what I have said cannot be changed. It remains the same. People can arise with their words. They don't change their words. It's like you tell uh, your, your, your son or your daughter, hey, sit down. And your son inside of her, your son inside of him, or your daughter inside of her, no, no, I want to stand. In other words, I'm doing what I said I'm going to do. When God arises, you can believe it. No demon in hell can change his mind. When God arises, and he will arise. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. He will arise and we will grow in confidence and receive new strength today. When God arises, our love for him grows even stronger. When God arises, our courage becomes firm. When God arises, there is a sense of joy and confidence. Hallelujah. And fast forward, David said the same thing. God called him from taking care of sheep and promised him, you will be a king. You will be great. You will rule my people. And the enemy didn't want that. Have you noticed that whatever God wants to do since he placed man on earth, the enemy has resisted. The enemy has resisted the plan and the purpose of God. And David knew that. That that is the way the enemy works. And so he went to God and said, God, I was taking care of my sheep. I was comfortable with that. But you call me. You said I have to be anointed. And now you have anointed me but look at all the enemies around me even those that I'm trying to help. Sometimes pastors go through that. Pastors are anointed to lead the flock, but there are some people in the church they will rise up against the pastor. And pastors like that need to go to God and say, God, you know me. I didn't call myself. You called me. You anointed me. And now you say that I will be this. I will build a mega church. But look at all the enemies. God arise. God arise. And when you arise, your enemies will scatter. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. And in closing, God arises in many ways. One of the ways that I've learned is what happened to Paul and Silas. When you find yourself in a place that in the natural you will think you have been abandoned by God, And it happens to all people. What do you do? Put on the mantle of praise. Put on the mantle of worship. Put on the mantle of thanksgiving. And remind yourself where God took you from. And as you keep praising and worshiping and giving thanks to God, there will be a shaking I said, there will be a shaking. And this afternoon here, there will be a shaking. When God arises, there must be a shaking. The Bible says that the prison walls started shaking. This, this morning here, some chains are going to fall. The Bible says when they sang and they praised God and they gave thanks to him, their chains fell down. Oh, God want to liberate some people in this place. If you believe that, put your hands together. I said, God want to liberate some people. He will arise on our behalf. I tell you, I feel the fire in my bones. I don't know if you feel the same thing I'm feeling up here. But God is saying, V.O. Manchester, you are doing Amazing. But it is time that everybody refocus on the purpose why I've called you here. For there are lands to take. There are neighborhoods to take. For the cry has reached God. God needs people like Moses who say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. I don't have much. I am not super talented. But if you can use anything, you can use me too. You can use me too. And I tell you, the moment you say that, just like what happened to me 35 years ago, His anointing will come upon you. It will no longer be you, but it will be God working through you. Hallelujah. Let us all stand. You know that song, I've made you too small? And as you stand, just lift up your hand this this afternoon. And you're going to tell God to be magnified in your life whilst you have the breath of life. God is looking for men and women that he can magnify himself through them. My prayer is that today you will be a candidate. Say, God, here I am. Be magnified in my life. For I know that when you arise, no one can stop me. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hmm. Worship him. I see. this afternoon and say, you know what, I want God to take over my life. I want God to be magnified. I come to the altar. The altar is open because God is going to change your destiny. God is going to do that which you never even can imagine. He is the God of miracles. When we tell him, God God arise. He will arise on our behalf. And if you are sick in your body, whatever it is, whatever the sickness, because if you believe in the God of creation who who put trillions of stars in place, then you must believe in miracles. And miracles are going to take place because God is going to arise. And that sickness must disappear. That tumor will vanish. You will receive your health mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Be magnified. Victory Outreach Manchester is a family in the city and we are here for you. Visit us every Sunday in person at the church building or live on Facebook and YouTube at 10am. Go to our website vomanchester.org.uk for more information.